Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. Today I have a special guest, Melissa Ecopians, and she is a nutritionist. She has a master's in clinical nutrition. She is a board-certified holistic health coach. She's also a certified nutrigenomics specialist and also one of the most knowledgeable people I know about health. And I've met a lot of doctors. I have a relative that was on a very long health journey. And when you have any type of chronic illness, it seems doctors can often lead you down the wrong path. I think they're great when you have a broken ankle, but when it comes to chronic illness, for some reason, we just get a lot of antibiotics and drugs and never really get to the root of the problem. And while I am supportive of doctors, I think when you have a child or a relative that is suffering, you will cast a wide net and explore Eastern and Western medicine options. You'll talk to everyone and anyone to find solutions. So this is probably one of the most important podcasts I've ever done because it's very close to my heart. I think we have an epidemic illness canvassing our country and it's not being diagnosed. And I really want to talk about why it's not being diagnosed and make people aware of the symptoms and how you can protect yourself and help your loved ones. And while we are not legally allowed to diagnose anyone, this is about educating yourself, hearing from people of all walks of life so that you can evaluate based on that knowledge. So thanks, Melissa, for joining us. Thank you, Mary Kay, for having me. And that was a great introduction into what we're going to talk about today. It's all well, about education, right? And I think this is a really important discussion today because I actually think we will save lives. So it's that important. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree 100%. I know it saved your life and it certainly saved my daughter's life. And we've interviewed you before, and each time I learn something new. <laughs> and those are the people I love to surround myself with, people that teach you something new every day. So tell us about how you started your nutrition journey. How did your interest in healing yourself start? Yeah, so that's a great question, Mary Kay. I have to go back to those teenage years where it really started with a lot of struggles. I had negative teenage body image that all of us relate to, and mm -hmm. it manifested in different forms at different times of my life. When I was growing up, anorexia and bulimia, and there were a lot of different cycles of deprivation and then indulgence, and then a lot of guilt that marked my young adulthood. And then it culminated with Different diagnoses, there were quite a few, but BS was one of the first ones that, as some of you may know, is a diagnosis of no diagnosis. You go to your GI doctor, we're going to do all these tests, we're going to rule everything out, and then we can't really find anything, so we're going to put this umbrella term called irritable bowel syndrome on it, and then off you go with no information on how to take care of that, what to include nutritionally, what else you can do to alleviate the symptoms. And then also Hashimoto's disease. And for these diseases, they suggested I take different medications. And I was frustrated in the process because it was just one diagnosis after another. And then two of my kids had life-threatening accidents. One was a brain injury, and that required surgery, and he needed recovery that was about two years long and then my daughter also had a traumatic accident and at a certain point the doctors are like we can't really help you anymore we've healed them we've done the surgeries and whatever they needed and that's where nutrition really played a pivotal role in their recovery and transformation and healing from the inside out and i saw how they were able to heal through nutrition so mm -hmm. from that point i saw it wellness in all aspects of my life. And I 
search far and wide to try and help both my children and myself. So that's where I am mm-hmm. today. And I've had a really long, difficult journey <laughs> getting to where right. I am today. <laughs> so you focused on your children when they had this trauma and clearly put your own health aside because we all do that. Sure. Let's put our kids first. I want to emphasize that your stress levels sound pretty high. You had emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with eating disorders. And mm-hmm. that's why it is really important to get the help for that psychological trauma because your emotional health and your stress mm-hmm. level critically affects immune systems. I think that may have affected your own health issues. I know you had searched all over the world to find answers. Mm -hmm. What were some of Mm -hmm. your symptoms for your own health journey? Mary Kay, recently, as I have been reflecting on the journey, I look back at different pictures over the past 10, 12 years. Mm -hmm. And 12 years ago, my hair was full, it was healthy, my complexion was vibrant, and I had energy, and I wasn't bloated. And so I reflect on that. And I just am amazed at how slowly my progression to illness, it doesn't happen overnight. At first, I started to get slightly bloated. And I attributed that, oh, maybe I was eating something wrong, different that didn't agree with me or it's because I'm getting older. And then my clothes started not to fit, but I wasn't changing anything I was eating necessarily Mm because I eat a clean diet for me that works for me. And I don't have a lot of uh, cravings at the time. And so it just started as this bloating and my clothes just weren't fitting me around my waist, but I was very slim otherwise. Mm, right. And so I look back and people commented, oh, you're starting to wear baggy clothes. And I was very quiet about it. I didn't really say anything, but I couldn't figure out why I was so bloated. And then people were like, oh, you should meditate more. You shouldn't exercise because it's creating too much stress on your body and it's elevating your cortisol levels. And that's mm-hmm. what's causing your stomach to be bloated. And so I watched the progression and eventually I was so bloated that I look like I had triplets. And then I noticed the dark circles under my eyes and my hair was very unhealthy and it was dry and coarse and very thin. And then I started getting these spots on my body. Literally every muscle and bone in my body hurt. I couldn't get out of bed. I was fatigued. I couldn't sleep. There were such numerous symptoms that just progressively got worse to the point where I actually could not get out of bed. So this is interesting because your symptoms were very different from my daughter's symptoms. Mm -hmm. Some overlapped, but I think that's really important to mention here because a lot of people will look at you and say, you're thin, so Mm -hmm. I don't have that same problem. And I do want to emphasize that what we're talking about here is Mm -hmm. something that people keep private because some of the symptoms are embarrassing. My daughter, when she was young, was always positive and happy, vibrant. People were drawn to her. And her symptoms started as cramping in high school. And doctors said, you need to get on the pill. And then she started to notice acne. And she never had acne as a teen, but that started to happen, hair loss, she started to feel sad and was just out of character, and she started to gain weight. And a lot of people might say, oh, my metabolism changes when I'm older. And Mm. Right, and you (laughs) even said, oh, I was older, so I thought this would happen. But the bottom Mm -hmm. line is we know our basic constitution. We know our build. We're either an ectomorph, endomorph, we're athletic. So you have to keep that in mind. We don't change that drastically from that unless we're like just eating the house out but (laughs) you should basically have the same temperament and if you don't if things are changing drastically wake up there's something bigger so I want to talk about the diagnosis you have tell everyone what your diagnosis was and why people miss this so as I mentioned earlier these symptoms 
gradually progressed and got worse and worse and worse. And at the time that these symptoms were popping up, I was going to conventional doctors and I was going to also functional medicine doctors that really couldn't give me an answer. They said to maybe try eating slower. Maybe when you're eating, you're getting too much air and maybe you're not meditating enough. And I felt if I meditated every day for eight hours a day, my GI symptoms would still exist. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I did do a lot of work at the time while I was trying to figure this all out. I did do a lot of therapeutic work and looked for various different types of healers. So I was working on the emotional and the past trauma. So then one day, one of the symptoms that I started to recognize were these spots that were all over my body. And I'd happened to be at my dermatologist and I said, these spots look really funny. They're not going away. They don't look like they're melanoma or anything to me, but they're not moles, but they're red spots. She brought me over to her colleague and we got in and they did biopsies and it came back as elevated tryptase and elevated tryptase is something that it's an inflammatory chemical that your mast cells release. And inflammation is important and it's helpful for healing, but when your mast cells are overactive, that is not a good thing for your Mm -hmm. immune system. Right. So then when the tryptase levels came back elevated, they then sent me to Dana-Farber to meet with one of the top doctors there in the systemic mastocytosis department. And they did a full workup of bone marrow biopsy, x-rays, et cetera, et cetera. And it came back as I have systemic mastocytosis, which is different than MCAS, but it is a, the kit gene is turned on and it causes these symptoms of overactive mast cell. So Mm -hmm. mast cells released histamine and tryptase and other inflammatory chemicals. And they basically left there, obviously, in tears. What am I going to do? There's no cure. There's basically one medication, sodium chromalin, which helps stabilize the mast cells. I started that, and I took it for 30 days. My symptoms were still there. And I said, given my history of working with functional medicine doctors, I just said, you don't just all of a sudden have a diagnosis, right? Like, mm-hmm. how does that happen? You can't just say, okay, all of a sudden you have this disease and your body all of a sudden just becomes sick. Something has to drive it. Something has to get you to that point. And I often describe it as we have this bucket, right? Mm-hmm. A trash can. And when we're born, we get some things from our parents passed in. So the bucket's like slightly full with different things that have been passed on from our parents. But we increasingly add into that bucket as we get different vaccines, as we have different antibiotics, different stress, the foods we eat, et cetera. All the toxins in the environment. All all the toxins in the environment and the GMOs that we're exposed to, the water, everything. Right. And so everybody's toxic load or their bucket gets filled at different times. Some are filled faster, some are filled slower. It just depends, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized that this was actually the sign where my bucket had completely overfilled and it was overflowing over. My immune system was completely overreacting. Mm-hmm. And so I literally then searched far and wide for answers to what the underlying root cause was of this disease. And is it really the disease that I have? Mm-hmm. So that was the start of my journey, so to speak. And it actually helped drive me to find the real answers, right? The real answers, the real answers. I love what you told me when you went away for the weekend with a group of girlfriends. And this is the best part about girlfriends is (laughs) you were visiting with them. And one of them said, Hey, Melissa, what's going on? You don't Mm -hmm. seem healthy. And she could tell the puff went out of your sail. Yeah. I really appreciate and value friends like that because sometimes we're afraid to say that. But Mm -hmm. that honesty is what really encouraged another woman that was there to help you find your answers. What was that story? Yeah. So after the diagnosis, I worked with various different functional medicine doctors all over the world. And when we have 
we're sick, whether it's cancer, or these diseases, or other things, there's an underlying root cause. And often it can be heavy metals, it can be parasites, it can be mold exposure. So you really want to get to what the root cause is specifically mm-hmm. for you. And after working with the first functional medicine doctor, who I think pretty much helped save my life, we did a lot of heavy metal detox. We did a lot of immune support and parasites over the first year we targeted with mild herbs because we weren't quite sure. We really needed to build the immune system first. Did you suspect parasites at that time? Initially, I didn't. I really felt that the heavy metals, and I thought that maybe the herbals would help a little bit, but they didn't. I had a dream, actually, and I told my functional medicine doctor this. I had a dream that there was a snake coursing, not just like a little snake, like a huge (laughs) python of snake coursing through my body. And it came out through my arm and slithered on the floor. My daughter and I were in Tulum, and it slithered out of my body on the floor and out. And I woke up in the morning. Your angels were trying to wake you up. (laughs) Exactly. So I told my daughter the dream, and she knew of my health issues. And so I remember coming back from that trip to Tulum, which is such a spiritual place. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting that it happened there. Mm -hmm. And then I had an appointment with my functional medicine doctor on the phone that same week. And I said, I had this dream and I really think this is what it is. And I think it's really bad. And he said, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to do herbals or you want to bring in the big guns? And I said, I want to bring in the big guns. So that went back to 2016 and we started treating parasites. And that's when I knew after doing one of the first parasite protocols that this is what it was. Right. And once I told him when I started doing the treatment and I said, I am seeing so many parasites, hundreds and hundreds come out. I said, this is what it is. And so it's interesting because he said, and every functional medicine doctor I've met with, they agree this is the issue. Once you get rid of all these parasites, Mm -hmm. your symptoms are going to leave. The spots, the GI problems, the hair, the fatigue, the aches, and the pains. And so it's not a question of whether I had them or not. It was obvious because they were coming out of me, but none of the stool tests actually revealed parasites. There are some indicators that showed that I did have parasites, such as elevated eosinophils and basophils. But went in with blind faith. We've done the heavy metal detoxing. We've done immune support. We've done the Lyme treatments. And so now, really, this is the only thing. And your symptoms are really still very severe. So back to, so my friend said to me at the time, I I knew over the past, since 2016, that I was doing all these different protocols to target parasites. But I knew I still had them because they were just taking over my body. And I felt like they were eating me alive. And I knew I looked sick. But I remember showing up at my friend's house that weekend and trying to put on a happy face, but knew that I looked pale and that my hair was dry and I wasn't feeling so great. So I really appreciate her honesty with love. There was love and compassion the way she approached me and introduced me to her friend who happened to have the same story and had a connection with one of the most knowledgeable parasitic, I think, in the world, maybe. I'm going to take it from here to explain. I was at the end of my rope trying to figure out how to help my daughter. So your story actually helped me. At that point, unbeknownst to you, I had actually asked a group of friends to pray for my daughter to find an answer to her health issues because it was so mysterious and she was at the end of her rope and she was really being affected by chronic fatigue syndrome. She had been misdiagnosed a million times, Hashimoto's, PCOS. They thought she had some autoimmune issues. She was anemic. She was the worst I had ever seen her. So I asked some friends to pray for her. And they all prayed at the same time. And the next morning you called me and said, (laughs) I think I know someone who can help your daughter. 
And that is because your friend had told you about this African doctor. And I was at the point where I would try anything. So I said, let me get in touch with him. And he's difficult to get in touch with, but we got in touch with him. And he happened to have availability the day my daughter was flying through New York to be in a wedding in Italy. So we met with him. He does, right on the spot, he does the fecal, urine, blood, spit test. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, every lab in America had done these same tests five times, multiple times every year. He does the test. He evaluated it for about three hours. He sits her down and says, you should be dead. And mm -hmm. she's, what are you talking about? And he said, anyone with your labs would be dead. You are riddled with 17 different types of parasites that are eating you from the inside out. He named two that were from agriculture. We're not washing our foods correctly. You're supposed to wash them in three parts water to one part food-grade hydrogen peroxide. Who knew that? You soak them for 10 minutes, let the parasites fall off the food, and then you cook it. It's not enough to just cook the parasites out of the food. That doesn't happen. Then he yeah. said you have parasites that you got from animals, dogs, cats. Like they have parasites that if you sleep with animals, you kiss animals, whatever it is, we love animals. You're going to get them from animals. Then he yeah. said you have some from fish, raw fish. She had eaten raw oysters and was deathly ill. She was hospitalized. What did the hospital do? Just gave her an IV with water. These are parasites that lay 100,000 eggs a day per parasite. So imagine if you've already gotten a weakened immune system from life, stress, or antibiotics, whatever it is you're taking, then the parasites are going to proliferate. And so what happened to her after he told her every single parasite that was in her and how he's going to treat it and what she needs to do to get better, it was like the weight of the world fell off her shoulders. And he was dead on. So yeah. as soon as she started taking these treatments to not only kill the parasites, he gave her a treatment of botanical herbs that literally help kill all the parasites. He says antibiotics don't work because they don't respond to antibiotics. They're resistant to it. So when we get Lyme in America, we treat it with antibiotics, ivermectin or hydrochloroquine. Those are great parasitic antibiotics like in its day, but parasites are stealth. They know how to build resistancy to these treatments. So it's really important to know how to really kill parasites in your body. So he has these botanical herbs, which by the way, he changes every so often so they don't build resistancy to these herbs. So yeah, the parasites evolve. Right. And so you have to evolve with them. Right. So he yeah. also described how these parasites, when they're in your body, they're emitting enzymes and bacteria. She literally had a bacteria in her brain that causes schizophrenia. And I don't think yeah. people realize that if your child or you are having AD symptoms, all of a sudden you have brain fog, you're having mental memory lapses, you're having bipolar symptoms. I had a number of girls in yoga being misdiagnosed with bipolar. Mm -hmm. And I knew them for years. And I'm like, you're not bipolar. There's no doubt in my mind that could easily be a parasite in the brain. They go into every part of your body. They go into the ovaries, the uterus. They wreak havoc. They emit the enzymes and they create a lot of candida. And candida helps feed them. That's why if you have symptoms like athlete's foot or eczema or white patches on your skin, acne, all of this is the body's natural immune response to releasing the toxins, releasing the candida. So what our doctors do is, oh, put you on birth control. We need you to give you this acne medicine. You need Accutane. You need this. And that, what that's doing is weakening our immune system greatly. And it's putting a Band-Aid on the problem. So you might not see as much 
uh, candida. You might not see as much acne, but it's still in your body and it's just not helping it release it. The skin is the largest organ in the body and that is the way we release toxins. So it's natural to have that kind of immune response. But Americans, we immediately want to fix it fast, Mm -hmm. immediate gratification. (laughs) So we want to shut it down with a drug and it actually makes it worse. I want to also say that what he told us, which was fascinating, I love this doctor. And by the way, (laughs) he was probably one of the most brilliant men I've ever spoken to. His knowledge of parasites and the damage they do. He did say that in America, we are fast becoming a third world country when it comes to parasitic infections. And our livers should naturally detox most parasites. But I think today with the combination of all the vaccines we take that creates the heavy metals in the body and all the antibiotics we take and all the stress that we create in our body, the EMF waves, all of these things are going to weaken the immune system and make it easy for parasites to infiltrate your body. And we're also programmed in our country to believe that parasites, they're dirty, right? they're gross. They only infect people who live in tropical countries like Africa or India and China. And unless you're traveling outside the U.S. into one of those countries that you actually don't need to worry about parasites because we don't have them. We're a clean country. We don't have any of them. And this is so far from the truth because all the parasites that this doctor detected and found in me are all from here, from the United States. And they're all different types of parasites. Mm -hmm. So there's metazoans, which such as the Ascaris lumbricoides, which is agricultural based, right? And so Mm -hmm. that's actually one of the most common parasitic infections in not only the country, but the world. And it's just from agricultural sources and not cleaning it. Mm -hmm. And they're expelled in groups, but they lay 200,000 eggs a day. Mm-hmm. And then like Tinea is another metazoan. It's a pork tapeworm. And those, each worm can lay up to 50,000 eggs. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat pork, but I would make bacon for my kids. And then there are all these protozoans, which are single cell parasites, like Blastocystis hominis, which going back to my Hashimoto's diagnosis, that there's a correlation and a link between blastocystis hominis and Hashimoto's disease. Mm -hmm. And these can remain in your intestine for weeks or months and years. Mm -hmm. And according to the CDC website, there's actually no effective treatment. They're very hard to detect. But I have a few clients that actually through their stool test were positive for blastocystis hominis and their primary care, whoever was treating them said, we don't really treat it unless you're having symptoms. And I said to a few of these clients, I said, but you are having symptoms. And there's E. coli. We basically have some E. coli in our microbiome, but it's a gram-negative bacteria. That can overgrow. And then there's Mm -hmm. candida, and then there's Lyme, and there's co-infection. So there's a whole vast array of different types of parasites. And I like to quote this one doctor from Cellcor. He is the parasite king, I think, as well. His name is Dr. Todd Watts, and he says, if you have a pulse, you have parasites. Right. And that's really true. We're exposed to them every day. Right. And it's whether your immune system is strong enough to release them or remove Mm -hmm. them, Mm -hmm. but we don't ever totally get rid of them. Mm -hmm. But your immune system becomes stronger so that it can fight them off. And I just want to add that our family has never eaten at a fast food restaurant. We've never had a Coke. We're healthy eaters. We do yoga. We meditate. If it's happening to our family, it's definitely happening to everyone. She was an athlete, and she had lots of injuries. She had lots of inflammation in the body. She got cortisol shots so she could keep playing in games. I've since learned that all of those things can really wreak havoc on the body and damage the immune system. So that opens it up to have an infestation. And I also learned from this African doctor that he said every one of her diagnoses was a joke because they are all an obvious parasite infection. So I do want to mention to the audience, if you're anemic, 
That is a real big red flag for parasites. Mm -hmm. If you have chronic fatigue syndrome, he said Hashimoto's is parasites, endometriosis, parasites, PCOS, parasites, autoimmune disorders like rhinoids, rheumatoid arthritis, that's parasites. If you have a chronic cough or wheezing, that's parasitic eggs down the throat. They lay them Mm -hmm. in the throat area. So don't dismiss this chronic cough. And if you go to a doctor... They'll say this is crazy because for some reason, America doesn't diagnose it. Just like you said, we don't treat it unless there's symptoms. You're obviously in the doctor's office because there's symptoms. Yeah, yeah. It's a vast array of symptoms. There's mm-hmm. constipation, there's diarrhea, there's sugar cravings, mm-hmm. there's grinding of the teeth. There's Grinding fatigue. of the teeth is a big one. And another yeah. symptom that people don't put together, you know how college kids go get drunk and they wet the bed and they think, mm-hmm. oh, I was drunk. That's why I wet the bed. Nope. Wetting the bed is a parasite problem. Drooling mm-hmm. as you sleep is a parasite problem. Headaches is a huge parasite problem because they're in mm-hmm. the brain. They're actually affecting your brain and how you function. So it's really important to do a parasite cleanse. CellCore has a great one. But in Europe, they do parasitic cleanses regularly. For some reason, America thinks they're completely not affected. But one of the parasites that also was in my daughter is a valley bug, which is indigenous to California and Arizona. And it's really affecting those states. She thinks she may have picked it up at Coachella. And they're in the air. So it's not even like you're eating them. So it's really important to understand antibiotics don't work against parasites. Learn how to get rid of them. The labs aren't going to detect them. So if you have these symptoms, just treat yourself for parasites. It doesn't hurt. It's a natural product. Melissa, can you talk about what foods you should eat that parasites hate? So just to clarify for the audience is that they'll often prescribe albendazole for two weeks and then say that you're parasite-free But most parasites have a very complex life cycle. So a targeted approach of two weeks is really not going to kill the parasites and their eggs. Effectively, you may get some out and then the doctor says, okay, you're fine. I've done other broad spectrum protocols, such as Simon U parasite protocol. Mm -hmm. And it's not that they didn't work. It's an eight week, eight week treatment of different antibiotics, right? that is broad spectrum that kills both the parasites and the worms. And it's not that they didn't work Mm -hmm. because I did release a lot of parasites. So it can be possibly effective for some people who are not as an extreme case as me. So it's not that they didn't work, but they just weren't able to fully get rid of all the parasites. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to discredit people from or steer people away if they feel that they may have parasites that these herbals that we have here through Estelcor, which I love, I feel I've saved my life. I think they can be an effective treatment because they're all different herbals like clove and neem. And the Simon U parasite protocol was effective. It helped me. I did it five times. If you feel like you're going through cancer treatments, they were effective, but obviously I wasn't able to eradicate them. Mm-hmm. So all the while, while I was doing these protocols, go back to your other question about the foods that you should incorporate when you are trying to get rid of parasites. And we're not totally trying to just eliminate them all. We're trying to actually boost our immune system so that we can release the parasites. So of course, ensuring that you're having protein at each meal. I always say 25 to 30 grams a meal per meal. And then, you know, your high quality fats like avocados and extra virgin oil and flax oil and ghee are great sources. And then coconut oil is antibacterial and antimicrobial. So for protein sources, I always say really source quality sourced meat and bone broth from places such as wild pastures, they have grass-fed beef and pasture-raised eggs. And then really ensuring that you're hydrating. And I always distill my water. There's a lot of controversy out there. Do you distill? Do you use reverse osmosis? I chose to distill my water and then I put 
minerals back in, but it takes out the fluoride and everything out. So it just, I have to put the minerals back in. Right. I also mm-hmm. would add they hate garlic. So garlic is great. Oregano yeah. oil. Yeah. Garlic and onions, they're immune boosting compounds. They're rich in antioxidants. They contain sulfur and they have that strong odor that actually may be deadly to parasites. At one point I was eating so much garlic that I smelled of garlic. So I don't (laughs) think that's helpful either. But omega-3 fats are really important. And curcumin, which is anti-inflammatory and black seed oil, which is another great anti-inflammatory oil are really helpful. So I always suggest warming soups and broths and vegetables and herbs such as oregano and ginger. But parasites actually, they love sugar. They love carbohydrates. They love alcohol. I do remember, I didn't have really strong sugar cravings, but I know a lot of people that do that have gone through the parasite protocol that I suggest. But alcohol, people tend to crave alcohol when they have parasites. Yeah. And so it's interesting to see how that shifts when someone has done a parasite protocol that they're like, oh, I don't drink as much alcohol. I don't really crave it as much. I don't look forward to that five o'clock or six o'clock glass of wine anymore. I don't really need it. And that's important for people to recognize that if you are craving sugar, bread, alcohol could be a parasite infection. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to look at the whole system of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're eating chips and salsa for lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes cravings are, it's definitely a symptom that our body is sending out that Mm -hmm. something's off balance. And so if you start to implement more well-balanced meals with protein and healthy fats and fiber and greens, Mm -hmm. and you're still having these cravings and all these other symptoms are coming up, you just have to look and weigh what's going on in your body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can shift our diet and the blood and the cravings go away, but then we still have these symptoms of bloating and other things going right. on. And while you were thin with a bloating belly and my daughter was gaining weight, if you have unexplained weight gain, like she was running six, eight miles a day and ate healthy. If you're gaining weight, that's a red flag. And it turned mm-hmm. out that she was in full-blown kidney failure. So yeah. the weight wasn't even fat. It was edema. It was water retention. And yeah. we did get signs along the way. There was this wonderful Chinese acupuncturist, and she said, this is water. This is all water. And these were all little signs, all the Eastern medicine healers were giving us little signs along the way that now we can put together and say that was a parasitic infestation. (laughs) But at the time, you're just like, can anyone please help? Yeah. And I went to clarify for the audience that we live in Boston, Massachusetts, where we have amazing hospitals and doctors. And I literally went to every doctor there to help me and to rule out any sort of other structural issue with my body or other diagnoses. And it wasn't until I went to my functional medicine doctors, both here in the States and in Switzerland, where they don't really look at the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. The diagnosis is not the important piece. Whether you have systemic mastocytosis or whatever the disease is, it's what's the underlying driving factor. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't go right to, okay, this is parasites. I guess my whole point is that I didn't just all of a sudden say one day I have parasites. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, I had to rule all these other things out and it would t- took a lot of detective work. And I think I suffered for many years and I kept it very silent because I was embarrassed. So right. back in 2016, when I realized that this is what it was, I didn't tell a soul. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell right. any anybody. I kept it to mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. I know people were staring at me wondering, what is wrong with her? She's so skinny. She looks unhealthy. And so if I can do anything and share my journey, my experience, I, I can't say that everybody out there, we do all are exposed to parasites. I can't diagnose you. But I can certainly educate you, and I can save you a lot of freaking time. And money. To, <laughs> and money. I spent so much money trying to get to the answers of yeah. why I couldn't get out of bed. 
But know? here's the other thing. You yeah. had actually suggested to me, maybe yeah. that's what your daughter has, is parasites. And at the time, I was somewhat dismissive because I thought she doesn't look like you. So it couldn't yeah. be the same thing. I'm open-minded. And so I said to my doctor, could you test her for parasites? And they yeah. came back and said, no, nothing. Yeah. And she was riddled yeah. with it. So if that's what the answer is, and by the way, we're going to the best doctors. If you're not finding them here, that's a larger question. And so when I was in California recently, I was talking to a lot of healers and one woman said, oh, yeah, there was a doctor here in California that was treating people and healing people of cancer. He was treating mm-hmm. them with natural herbs. Okay, a real doctor. You know what the FDA did? They came mm-hmm. in, they shut him down, and he mm-hmm. was jailed for five years. Do you yeah. ever hear that on the news? That should be on the front page of the paper. Why yeah. are we jailing someone that's healing cancer? So mm-hmm. I think cancer's a billion-dollar mm-hmm. business. Maybe somebody, mm-hmm. big pharma, doesn't want to shut down the funding. But if we have people that can heal it, are you really going to turn them away? Wouldn't you try anything? And also, by the way, it makes sense. We used to trust natural herbs. Cayenne pepper, for example, that's a wonderful herb. You can put cayenne pepper on saran wrap, step in it, and then wrap your feet with the saran wrap and put a sock on and sleep in it. The sole of the foot will absorb the cayenne pepper. Do you know that in war times, they used to put cayenne pepper in the boots of soldiers? We have stopped trying the natural way of healing and gone straight to surgery and drugs. And we all know why. It's money. We've gotten greedy as a country. And we're punishing people who talk about natural solutions, natural herbs, which makes way more sense because it doesn't Mm -hmm. damage the immune system. Yes, I agree with you. It's also, we really are not able to diagnose. If you take it a little step further from that, is that we need the diagnosis of parasites in order to treat it. That's how our conventional medicine works, right? You want to see it, you want to treat it. Let's say you've elevated iron, okay, or low iron. You want to treat it with iron, Mm -hmm. anemia. It takes a little further is that we're not able to actually diagnose parasites as effectively as we should in order to treat them. Right. So going back to the African doctor that I found, he has literally been the only one Out of all the stool tests that I've had, he has literally been the only one that has been able to identify the 10 different parasites that I had, the Lyme co-infections, et cetera, and actually say what they are and where I got them. Then the question is, why aren't the stool tests that I've sent in to all these different labs that I've done through in Europe and here, why aren't the stool tests showing these? And so that's multidimensional, right? So parasites tend to have this self-dissolving mechanism and they excrete that. So it dissolves them in 24 hours. And then sometimes these labs use chemicals that help the parasite disintegrate, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's this whole place from where you are, where you take the sample from your bathroom to the lab. The parasite doesn't survive that journey. The African doctor told me American doctors don't like poop. They're afraid of poop, which I thought was funny. But at the same time, it's not funny because we're missing all these. It's a simple diagnosis. Imagine all the money you would spend because what they'll tell you with endometriosis, no cure. PCOS, no cure. Raynoids, no cure. There is a cure. If you got it, there was some reason that happened. So Mm -hmm. you just need to go backtrack and say, what is really going on? And it's interesting because the difference when I would speak to my functional medicine doctors and we couldn't figure out exactly what was going on, but I still had these very severe symptoms and the stool tests weren't coming back showing any parasitic infections. They have these other tools and resources to say, okay, let's try this and see there are different herbals that you take to see if you have this Herxheimer reaction. And then that is their diagnostic criteria. 
So it's a very different paradigm than the conventional world. It says, if I don't see it in your stool or in your blood work, it doesn't exist, therefore it's in your head. And the functional medicine paradigm is quite different. Okay, so you have these symptoms and we've done these different therapeutic treatments and you still are not getting better. You still Mm -hmm. have these pretty severe symptoms. So let me go into my toolbox and figure out what else it could be. Mm -hmm. And let's try this herbal therapeutic. Do you have a reaction? And let's see what happens and then go from there. So it's not in your head. It's not. It's just not in your head. And people need to go back to your original constitution, who you were as a child. You don't really change that much from that. I had a yogi that I taught for many years, and she always stayed in touch. And she said to me, Mary Kay, I've had this gastrointestinal problem. She's 25, beautiful. She said, I can't even go on a road trip with my boyfriend without plotting where the bathrooms are. And as soon as I met this African doctor, I called her and I said, I think I figured out what your problem was. And she immediately did the CellCore protocol with you. And said, Mary Kay, you won't believe what I'm seeing in the toilet. And now she's healed after years of just tolerating this major problem. Sometimes we put up with symptoms that you don't have to suffer from. Now I've treated my family for parasites and through this wonderful African doctor. And we say African doctor because we're really protecting his identity. But within two weeks... All the parasites died. You get constipated because they're clogged. And then they eventually come out in your stool, or you can do a colonic, and that can help speed the process up. Then he gives a treatment for the candida and your blood. And then if you have a real extreme case, you would go treat the parasites again just to get rid of the eggs that they're laying at rapid rates. And So immediately, I would say within... Four weeks, my daughter's symptoms are gone. She went from one to 10, 10 being, feeling amazing. She went from being a one for the last 10 years to an eight. And the only reason she says she's not a 10 yet is because she's still tired. It does wipe you out. And I think that's the greatest piece of advice I can say. If you're feeling like chronic fatigue all the time. That's a huge parasite symptom. And it's the last thing you get back. Your energy is the last thing you get back. But her skin is clear. The edema is gone. The inflammation in her body is slowly disappearing. And now she feels no headaches, no acne. Everything is correcting itself in a relatively short time. It took us nine years to get here. And I'm blown away. And I thought to myself, like, how many people steered us the wrong way? If I can save one person from the emotional trauma and financial burden that we went through just to figure out a simple solution, honestly, it's so simple, I can't even believe it took this long. I know. That's why I'm doing this podcast, to wake up the masses, because I've seen a lot of people that, like gallstones, that's parasites. Appendix rupturing, parasites. When they opened me up on, with my appendix rupturing, what they described, looking back, sounded like parasites. Mm-hmm. My best friend died of ovarian cancer. She had Lyme for eight years prior. She could never get rid of the Lyme. She was always taking these mushroom concoctions and trying to heal herself. And then she got ovarian cancer. And she told me when the doctor opened her up, he described it as being Rice Krispies all in her body. And he closed her back up. That's parasitic eggs. We're mistaking parasites for cancer. There was a young girl they were going to operate on. And they said she had liver cancer. And there was one doctor that decided to do a biopsy, and he said, oh, it looks like eggs. It was parasitic eggs that looks like a veil wrapped around your liver. So we just need to wake people up and not think that doctors are God and have all the answers. You should always do the deep dive and spread a wide net and ask as many people as possible. And I really think I wouldn't have got answers if I hadn't had talked to everyone that I meet in the wellness world. 
because I was searching for answers and a lot of people are very private about that. But <laughs> I do think that's why I got an answer faster and it still took nine years. It took nine years. I've taught a lot of yogis over the years. When I look back, they were classic parasite symptoms, eczema. And I would say, stop eating gluten. And I would tell them different things that I thought would help. And that would work temporarily. That's because you're actually starving the parasites. That's why fasting is effective with parasites. They're no longer getting fed. But even the way you treat them with the solution that he creates, you get these jugs of African botanicals. And he has you take a bite of banana or honey And that actually draws out the parasites. And then you wait 10 minutes and then you drink the solution that literally looks like poop. And it's because they love poop. So they come rushing out, they eat the toxic botanical and they die. But it's quite remarkable. It's just like using common sense, really. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any client success stories recently of a parasitic infection they were able to heal? I have a couple of clients that just have struggled with their health for many years. And of course, I like to look at what exactly is going on, what their symptoms are, and guide and educate them. I have one client who has gone to every single doctor, and she was very sick. And she goes, I don't know what to do anymore. I can't leave my house. I have chronic diarrhea. I have blood in my stool. And of course, when I hear that's a red flag to me, that's very scary. And I say, you really, you have to get that checked versus legally, I have to make sure that they ensure that there's nothing more serious going on. And so she did that and they said everything was fine. And so I said, I think you should really maybe just try this. Cellcore full moon parasite protocol, their herbs, and I ensure that she wasn't taking any other medication so that there was no interaction because herbs they are very powerful. So you don't want to just start taking herbs without ensuring what are the other medications that I'm taking? Is there an interaction? You got to be very cautious with herbs. We all think that they are very benign, but they are very powerful Mm -hmm. and they can be quite as powerful as actual medications. Mm -hmm. And so you really want to ensure that there is no interaction that could occur. And anyway, so she, she really wanted to try it. She said, I don't know what else to do. I could tell the last time I had spoken with her before she wanted to do this, that she had gotten paler. Her skin was very grayish. She had dark circles under her eyes. Her mood had shifted and she was feeling a bit more defeated. And she asked me what I thought. And I said, look, I can give you the cost benefit analysis here. You can try doing the full moon protocol and just invest in that at first and see if anything Because during the full moon, the parasites are more active. So our serotonin levels actually rise during the full moon and our melatonin levels decrease. So oftentimes during the full moon, we have trouble sleeping because our melatonin levels decrease and our serotonin increases. Now, the parasites love to feed off of the serotonin. So they're burrowed deep in your intestines and they like to come out and eat the serotonin. So that's when you actually like to target them. And so I explained this to her and I said, look, let's just try it and see what happens. And maybe something will happen, maybe it won't. We've gone through everything else, we've ruled other things out and there's not gonna be any interactions with any medications you're taking. So let's just see if this works. And she did it the first time, her first full moon. She texted me right away after the first day and she was like, Melissa, I cannot believe what is coming out of me. This is insane. There's so many worms coming out of me. I'm so grossed out. I'm so disgusted. I feel so dirty, but I also feel really relieved. And she goes, holy cow, this is what it is. And it takes that moment to make the connection, like, holy cow. So she finished the first moon protocol and she goes, oh my gosh, I don't have diarrhea eight times a day. It's now subsided. I'm not bleeding anymore. I don't have blood in my stool. And I feel better. Now, obviously that was just one 
protocol. You have to do it every full moon until you feel that they are eradicated. But the fact that she now saw these worms coming out was enough for her to say, okay, I'm going to continue with it. Right. And to see that there was significant improvement after one parasite full moon protocol, she's now going to continue on and hopefully we'll have more improvements as she continues on. Obviously we will. And so I'm hopeful for her that she's feeling better. One point I want to make is that bleeding in the stool or urine, if you notice blood in stool and urine, that the doctor had explained to me that those parasites in the intestines have teeth. They're called nematodes. And they literally bite through the intestinal wall and they're shedding your intestines and you're literally bleeding internally. And that's why it's coming right out in your stool Mm -hmm. and urine. So there's actually a reason for that. And it's often parasites. One other thing I want to mention is that parasites are really active at night. So if you get up a lot in the night, you have to go to the bathroom or you just can't go to sleep. And a lot of people will say, oh, it's stress, whatever. Parasites keep you up at night. So that can often be a reason. The best thing that this African doctor said to us, and I will never forget it because it was such a powerful statement. He had told my daughter, get off any kind of medication, drug, whatever that you've been prescribed. And she intuitively never thought the diagnoses were right. So she didn't take the drugs, but a lot of times people are on a lot of drugs. But he said, get off everything you've ever taken and just take these botanicals. And he said, the body has the natural ability to heal itself. So Mm -hmm. trust it. And it was powerful. And he basically said, your liver will regenerate. Your kidneys are dirty. They're not working. It, they right. will regenerate. Now, the urine is pale yellow. That's what it's supposed to be. So if you start to notice your urine getting darker in color, like cola or like coffee color, it, it's because it's not working. So notice these things in your body. Don't just keep going through the motions and hope it goes away. Your body will tell you what's going on. It's sometimes we just push through life and focus on the goal and not the journey. And we don't notice all these little things, but I think it's important. Yeah, I agree. Yes. So last question, let's say we get rid of the parasites. How can you prevent them from ever coming back into your life? Because obviously you're traumatized. So what can we do? Besides wiping off toilets with alcohol wipes, really important. The places you're going to get them, airport, bathrooms. So wipe off toilets. Don't sit on toilets. What other ways? Washing vegetables. How do we prevent it from happening again? That's like a multidimensional approach. It's not really about getting rid of them completely, but it's ensuring your immune system is optimized and it's able to fight off these infections because we're going to actually be exposed to them regardless. When I was speaking with other parasitic doctors, it's becoming an epidemic. They're everywhere. We're exposed to them constantly through our dogs, through our food, through just the food handling. So we really want to ensure that we're getting Mm -hmm. enough sleep, reducing our stress. And as you mentioned, cleaning the vegetables. I know it sounds crazy, but soaking it in a solution with food-grade hydrogen peroxide Mm -hmm. is really important. But we really need to ensure our immune system is optimized. And one of the most important things, I think, aside from the immune system, is actually ensuring that your stomach's ability to produce hydrogen hydrochloric acid is optimized because many of us are prescribed or told if we have bloating or indigestion or belching, we're told to take a PPI, an antacid. Right. What does that do? that decreases our hydrochloric acid in our stomach. And we need hydrochloric acid, not only to break down proteins and food, but it's also there for a reason. It's there to kill parasites and bacteria that we're exposed to on a daily basis. It's such an important piece Mm -hmm. of our digestion. I hear people that are hopping in acids left and right. They're actually causing more damage because they're, 
shutting down their body's ability to actually produce hydric mm-hmm. acid. And it has a very important purpose. And then ensuring your body is able to really destroy these parasitic the eggs, especially that are in our foods. So that's why the washing of the foods is really I also want to make the emotional connection to parasites because I talk to a lot of parents about their children a lot. And sometimes if you notice your child seems really irritable and angry or really sad and depressed and they weren't like that as a child, then do a parasite cleanse because it does affect your emotions because the liver is directly connected with the emotion anger. So if your liver is having to detox and it's overwhelmed and it can't work properly, you're going to feel that emotion of anger. So there is a connection to that. And I think that in addition to just not being angry, when you start getting bipolar diagnosis or having any kind of mental issues, you really have to look at doing a parasite cleanse. My cousin worked in agriculture, so she had her hands in the soil all the time. And she was always a happy, really calm, confident person. And then towards the end of her life, she was really up and down and erratic and diagnosed with bipolar and ended up killing herself. And I often wondered if I had learned about this sooner, I know I would have told her to do a parasite cleanse. And you wonder, is that what got in her brain and changed her personality so drastically? Or was it alcohol? There could be other factors. But I'm at that point now where the parasite cleanse is regularly inexpensive. And it can heal a whole lot. So why not? I don't know why people are so reticent to try it. That's the other part that I think is funny because I know so many friends that have a parasite problem (laughs) because you can tell by looking at them, but also they share different symptoms. And if it doesn't make sense, all of a sudden you have spinal problems. Yeah, get it checked out by a doctor. But if they don't have an answer, just explore the parasite connection. So I want to thank you for giving us so much more information. Is there anything else that you haven't mentioned that you think would be important to share before we wrap up? We're all given things for a reason, right? I wouldn't really want this for anybody, this 12-year journey of healing, but I've learned so much along the way, and each doctor has provided insight into the complexity of diseases and parasites, nobody really knows the answer completely, right? So for you, for anybody who's struggling out there, I think if I can say one thing, please don't give up because there were so many times, and this gets very emotional for me, Mm -hmm. there's so many times that I actually really wanted to give up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the answers from conventional doctors that you're basically going to die. And we have one medication that's going to help you. You literally were told that you're going to die from this disease. And it was totally incorrect. And it was a well-educated doctor. If anything, please don't give up. There are answers. I would pray, please, God, somebody send me an answer. And through the years, I've had different answers that have helped that actually saved me and were able to give me a little bit of my life back where I was able to get out of bed but was still really sick Then found this amazing doctor, this African doctor who actually did save my life completely. Mm-hmm. So please don't give up. And yeah. sometimes the doctors will say, this is it. You're going to have these symptoms. They're not going to go away. And that actually was my motivating factor to keep me going. Cause I was like, this is not normal. I'm not living with this. This is not a life. Right. So please don't give up. That's yes. And do. you obviously trusted your intuition throughout yeah. this. And I just want to say you are a warm warrior. (laughs) So Melissa, our audience is going to need help because I'm sure they can connect with at least two of these symptoms. And by the way, you can only have two of the symptoms we've even mentioned and still have parasites. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you need to have everything we've mentioned. You can just have headaches 
And it can be parasites, especially if you didn't have it growing up. But how can people get in touch with you? They can do a consult and you can put them through like the CellCore protocol. It helps for Melissa to have your lab work. How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so my email is melissa at nourishinglab.com or you can go to my website, nourishinglab.com and they can reach me that way. And I would love to hear from any and all of you. Yes. Thanks so much. I hope everyone's learned something. We'll have you again. We'll do a short meditation just to relieve all the stress and tension that starts to overwhelm our bodies. Take a deep breath in, long breath out. Close your eyes. God loves you. Thank all of your angels on your journey, people that help give you health answers. Expressing gratitude for those that show interest in your life, interest in your healing journey. It's a really important part of the process. Let all the muscles relax in your body. Notice how calm you feel. Try to fill up your heart with love. Imagine the love expanding out. And just repeat to yourself, I am healed. I am healed. I trust my body to heal itself. Visualize all your organs operating perfectly. Your endocrine system is operating at optimal levels. Your kidneys are working. Your liver is detoxifying your body. The liver has a big job. It has to release all the toxins. And when you're stressed, it's overloaded. Let the liver take a break. Send your liver love. Fill your heart with love one more time. Notice the heart pumping. The heart is a vibrant red. Notice the liver looking like a healthy liver. Your gut is healed. The gut is directly connected to the brain health. Gut and brain health are intertwined. Visualize your gut health at optimum levels. And now just let the arms feel loose and heavy, the hands relax. And just let the love emanate from your body like it's shining up to the moon, the sun, shining out to the universe and beyond. And thank those on your healing journey like Melissa, Dr. Ibrahim, Anne O'Brien, all the people that took an active interest in your journey, always expressing gratitude. Gratitude for your healthy, strong body that knows innately how to heal itself. Be sure to subscribe to Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Namaste.